Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Your home for the best Ravens coverage. It's time for News from the Nest with Vinny and Haney. Sponsored by Hillside Lawn Service, the experienced lawn care specialists. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan here on this Football Friday. It's Featured Artist Friday, OAR. Anything you want to hear from them, send your request, pause for tax line. You want to get in, get at 410-583-1057. Bob Haney, Serato. Nolan McGraw, other side of the glass. Joda Schaefer tweeting this out. We talked to last hour. Adape Owe, not at practice today. He was limited yesterday, not practicing today. What does that mean? That means that his ankle, um, he practiced yesterday, sore today. Limited yesterday, not sore today, which um, if I'm a betting man, Bob, not playing. No Marcus Williams with the hamstrings, yeah. so we kind of figured that was going to be a few. So Adape Owe, the sad part about that is he's coming off a really good game last week against yeah, I know, you know, that that sucks for him. Because, yeah, like you said, Bob, coming off, and it gave them a lot more depth there. All right, let's get back to uh, the Todd Munkin talk, OC of the Ravens. Met with the media yesterday. Ravens impressive, to say the least, against the Lions. Offensively, Todd Munkin, is this the springboard to awesomeness for the rest of the season? You know, that's what you're looking for. What, what does it look like, in my opinion, on Wednesday and then Thursday and then on Friday, and how do you carry that over? That's not only on the practice field. Uh, that's up uh, when you're game planning. That's when you're deciding what you're going to do in any down and distance, any part of the field, and then uh, making sure that the players, you detail it out exactly what you anticipate and what they can anticipate from play calls. And, you know, the, the thing with coming up with the game plan is you come up with a game plan because you study your opponent. This week it's Arizona. So you study their defensive personnel. You look at them. What what are they good at? What can they do? What advantages do we have? Where's their weakness? Who do we want to go after? It's a game about matchups. Who do we want to attack? You know, when when we do this, how do you how do we think they're going to line up? You know, so all those things go into it. And then when you go out there on Wednesday, Bob, you practice it, and then you come in as coaches Wednesday night back in a room, and you get rid of stuff that didn't look good in practice and then on Thursday you know you're zeroing in even more and then Friday is you know red zone and uh, goal line stuff run pass option it's a fancy thing Ravens they worked that into the offense and Todd Munkin was asked yesterday how unique the RPO is to what you do some are part of um, you know a read scheme with that built in just happened that that one play call forced him to keep it 
and then obviously the defender squeezed to him and he spit the ball out. So again, we had a number of those in the plan and we've had those up. It just sometimes just didn't present themselves. We've had games where they've been mess charge. We've had games where they've surfed. So even though some of the calls might have been up, we just didn't get the same look. Yeah, and it's about, okay, they're, they're running this play because they're expecting this look, you know. And when they're running those run-pass options, a lot of times, you know, it's either Lamar carrying the ball or the running back. You know, if the end comes at Lamar, he's going to hand it. If the end goes to the back, he's going to keep it. And then, you know, they had another guy coming at him, and that's when he spit it out, you know, to Odell. So there's a lot of options, you know, to that play. And when you have a guy like Lamar, you know, he's a threat with all of them. 5881057, the fan news from the nest here on this featured artist Friday. Offensive line was outstanding last week against the Lions. Pat Ricard was doing some damage, and here's Todd Munkin praising both. I thought the whole line did a great job in protection. Obviously, we use Pat in a number of ways. Uh, he's got a unique skill set, so we use him in pass pro. We use him in protection, and uh, sometimes if the man that the defender that had him in man added, so you don't count on a 40-yard gain to Pat Ricard on a checkdown, but uh, you'll take it. Yeah, and, and Jonas was saying the same thing, you know, about about Ricard. He's a valuable piece, you know, because in the run game he can pull and lead. You know, in the pass game, when they go uh, tackle over, he lines up at tight or at the tackle spot. You know, and and he can he can uh, pass protect. And then you know when he's lined up as running back in pass protection, you know he can chip and he can help out there. So he's a three hundred five pound. He, he's kind of a freak. You know, he's kind of a freak athlete, three hundred five pounds that can run. But it's funny because we go back to the early stages OTA's minicamp, and you would talk about the fact that Ricard might not have a role in a Todd Munkin offense. Now he's got a prominent role. Yeah, no doubt about it, Bob. And you know what? Remember when he was trying to play guard? Hey, is that enough of that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it was it was not pretty. But you know what? When when you go back and look at that, the training that he had at guard. How's that helping him now? You know, because he's in a three-point stance, whether he's at tight end or, you know, the end over tackle or whatever. So, he, at a lot of times, that probably helped him coming off fat, flat back and stuff and drive blocking and then setting up for pass protection. So, the whatever amount of days that he was there probably benefited him now. Now, we talk about the offense and how good it was last week against Detroit. There was another lost fumble as Lamar Jackson, Justice Hill, had, I don't know, communication issues. Maybe it was just, you know, a physical blunder. But here's Todd Munkin talking about the problems in that area between those two. Obviously, we've got to get it fixed. Um, That one in particular was different than the one you know, in Cleveland, which was a miscommunication in terms of the play. But uh, obviously, it doesn't matter who the back is. I mean, when you have some QB-driven runs with Lamar's ability to pull it and get on the perimeter, you have to be elite at that part of the game. If you're under center and you're really not QB-driven, that isn't a factor. There isn't the read part of it. That element comes into play with the athletic quarterbacks, the guys that can attack the perimeter. I think... Kind of what what he was saying was it was about the the mesh point. It sounds to me like what happened was Lamar tried to pull it late. 
because he saw, oh, I want to keep it now, you know, and then he's pulling it and the other's pulling it, and then it goes to the ground because it wasn't a communication issue. It was a mesh issue. Yeah, three fumbles yeah. between those three too two. many. Yep. And uh, last thing on that offense, hey, as good as you were last week, what can you do, Todd Monkin, to get better? I just think there's it, it's more than just one thing. I think it's consistency in terms of uh, route depths, right? Here and out of the huddle, right? If we're changing a play, right? There's just over time, and this, this is no different than any game, there's Mr. Simon here getting lined up here, how we're doing it here, so we're hearing it out of the huddle, getting lined up, our spacing's right. Um, so, again, so we don't count on some ad lib. Not, not ad lib, just Lamar making a play and making up for it. Yeah, and, and I think, you know, when you come off a performance like that, I mean, there's not much that you did wrong. So when you're watching it, like fundamentally when they're talking, maybe head's on the wrong side, that kind of thing. You know, you, your head's supposed to be on the outside, not the inside. And... Um, Maybe in pass protections, or maybe um, Flowers lined up wrong, you know, or, you know, maybe he's supposed to line up wide, he lined up tight. And then the route depth, you know, I think that always occurs, you know, because when you're a receiver, you know, like you got to go 18 yards. And it's easy as a receiver, Bob, because what you do is you count lines. That's how, because when you're running, you can't like one, two, you know, if you're trying to go 18, all right, what's what's easy is if the ball's on the line. Then you're just going three lines and another step. But if the ball's in the middle of the field, then, you know, then it's like, okay. Because when you go out there, 18, you know, you kind of look. You know, so a lot of times you're not at 18. You just got to have a feel because then it's about the timing. Because the quarterback's ready to throw because you practice at 18. But if you're at 15, you know, he's not ready to throw yet. Or if you're at 23, you're too late. He's already he, he already wanted to throw it. Spitty and Haiti, one oh five seven the fan. If you want to get in, you better do it now at four ten five eight three one oh five seven. By ourselves coming up next. Howard Balzer will preview the Cardinals with him, longtime NFL writer. So stay tuned. <clears throat> then we'll get to you. We got stats, we got NFL lunch. We're gonna do our picks for week eight of the NFL season, week nine college football, and Bob Nightingale, USA Today. He's gonna preview the World Series with us. It's the Diamondbacks. Take it on the uh, Texas Rangers. It's Gallon, it's a Baldy. You can hear it on one. 1057 call from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game you have 47 new voicemails download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Are you buying? Great cash, homie. Or are you selling? I'm not going to buy into that crap. Penny and Haney. Sponsored by Window Nation. There's so much to love about the fall, especially the return of Window Nation's best offer of the year. Get two windows free for every two you buy. Plus, pay nothing for two years. Call 866-90NATION or online at windownation.com. 1057 The Fan on this Football Friday featured artist Friday OAR. World Series starts tonight. Maryland's at Northwestern. A lot going on. NFL, Ravens are out in Arizona taking on the Cardinals as big road favorites. And we'll get to all of that and more right now. Let's count that weekend money, Vinny. Could be 80-some degrees. How we buy some crabs by yourself? The Dow's down 152. The S&P's up 5. NASDAQ is up 137. DraftKings up 67 cents. Under Armour down 35 cents. Let's start here in the NFL and uh, Jim Irsay, the Colts. Uh, something about Jim Irsay. I mean, we talk about him a lot, but uh, I seem to think that uh, his team might be the only one in the history of football that's been negatively impacted by the refs. At least that's the impression I'm getting from him. He took to social media earlier this week, told everyone uh, that the league admitted they got two calls wrong in Indy's game against the Browns. Uh, this was in the same post where he updated everyone on uh it was Anthony Richardson's surgery, by the way, the little combo platter. But his quote here says, I believe we need to institute instant replay for all calls, including penalties, in the last two minutes of all games, uh, slowing down the games even more. That's what it sounds like to me. But, Vinny, are you buying or selling Ursay's idea of making penalties reviewable? Um, I'm going to sell because I don't think they'll do it. You know, But the, th- the thing about it is every team – on Wednesday, gets letters or responses from the league about, oops, you know. Didn't he violate protocol, by the oh, way, by saying fined. that? Oh, yeah. no doubt. But he presented it like it was some golden nugget. Like, look <laughs> what I found. Like, you know. <laughs> well, Jimmy Ursay likes to go rogue every now and again. Uh, how about a little uh, baseball? Stage hey. is set for the World Series tonight. Rangers and Diamondbacks will get things started tonight in game one and the pitching matchup as we mentioned earlier Nathan Avaldi for Texas Zach Gallen for Arizona and looking specifically at Avaldi he's been lights out so far in the postseason he's made four starts perfect 4-0 record a 2.42 ERA and in all four of those starts he's gone at least six innings every time out uh, buy or sell, Bob. That streak continues tonight. Evaldi, at least six innings. Oh, I'll buy it. He's been on a roll, and he's in nice rest mode for sure. So I think he keeps it rolling against the Diamondbacks. And we'll talk more about this with Bob Nightingale next hour. But they're, they're another in the long line of sports people now keeping receipts. I don't even keep receipts. That's why I get audited every year, I guess. Should probably start doing that. That's more of a tax thing, though. A little college football tomorrow. Ohio State going to take on Wisconsin, and Ohio State's getting a key player back. Travion Henderson, their running back, junior, uh, is going to be back after missing three games. And not only will he be out there, but Ryan Day says he's a full go, 100% workload for him. He remains their leading rusher uh, on the season despite missing those three games. Last game he played was the Notre Dame game where he ran for 104 yards 
Buy or sell Vinny Henderson picks up where he left off another 100-yard day. I'll buy it. I'll buy it. You know, I, I think that, you know, they haven't had much of a run game. And he'll make the offensive line better. Little NBA for you here. Longtime coach Rick Carlisle has signed a new contract extension that'll keep him with the Pacers for the foreseeable future. But it's been a bit of a slow rebuild in Indiana for him under his tenure there these past couple years. Just 25 wins a few seasons ago. They jumped up to 35 last year. Looked pretty good against the Wizards the other night in the season opener. But Bob Byersell, the Pacers will not only finish with a winning record this season, but they'll make the playoffs for the first time. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm, was it I'm going to buy yeah. that, Nolan, for sure. I mean, Halliburton's a stud. The kid from uh, Arizona, Matherin, he's doing some good things. I mean, Miles Turner is as good. He's probably a level down from your top big men in the league. Obi Toppin might have a, t- a chance to thrive in the open court with Carlisle. So I'm going to go ahead. And the Brown acquisition from Denver quietly is going to be an asset for them. And I'm old enough, Nolan, to remember Rick Carlisle when he played for Virginia mm-hmm. with Ralph Sampson. So I'm going to go ahead and buy that they'll make the playoffs in the East. And some more NFL here. Desmond Ritter been the subject of a lot of criticism since he entered the league last year. Not the most flashy player. His stats kind of mediocre or subpar most of the time. But for Falcons head coach Arthur Smith, that criticism, it's not fair. Uh, He called it toxic groupthink. That was the words he used uh, and went on to say, quote, I think a lot of people don't watch the film. People get labels put on them. I try to be objective. Look at the results. Focus on us and what we can improve. Uh, Vinny, are you buying or selling that the criticism has been a little harsh just 11 starts into his career. Uh, I'll buy I'll buy that. Soft buy it, you know. I mean, but he has been a turnover machine. That's that's the only problem. So, I mean, you're going to get criticized you turn the ball over and he turns it over a ton and they got a ton of weapons that, you know, they don't get the ball to. He should be the one getting criticized, if anything. Arthur Yeah, well for not you, I mean Bijan oh, yeah. last week, yeah. uh, they can say he was sick all they want, but Anyway, a little gift for our listeners here. Uh, It is Friday, and uh, we will be at the Green Turtle in Columbia for Baltimore Game Day Uncensored on this Sunday. Mm. So if you want to come out and join us, how about a little extra spending cash in your pocket here? We got a $50 Green Turtle gift card to give away. Green Turtle, your local spot to enjoy all the games with the Turtle Touchdown Pass. For just $25, you can enjoy Nickel Domestic Pints all game long, plus an appetizer. So caller... Number six will be our winner right now, 410-583-1057. Vinny and Haney, 1057, the fan. When we come back, Howard Balzer, GoPhoenix.com, longtime NFL writer, talking about the matchup, Arizona versus the Ravens. Murray was back at practice. What does that mean? Look at the other games coming up in week eight of the National Football League season. NFL lunch coming up at one. We'll do our picks for this weekend. College and pro, round 115, Bob Nightingale, USA Today. We'll preview the World Series with him. It's the Rangers favored over the Arizona Diamondbacks. We don't want an 84-win team winning the World Series. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Series, do we? Your sports information station, 105.7 The Fan. Biddy and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Featured Artist Friday, Football Friday. It's OAR, by the way, as your featured artist. You chose him. You're jamming to him. Got the Keith Cavanaugh seal of approval, and he's very difficult to please musically. But they are, and I did not know this, Vinny. OAR, big Maryland fans. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know that either. And they hang out with Keith. Well, you didn't know who they were, period. No. But they hang out with Keith in Ocean City, so that makes them our little local Beatles here. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, not familiar with them, but if you would have said to me, Bob, I'll give you five bazillion dollars to name one song, I'd have been like. Uh, boy, I just missed a golden opportunity to get five bazillion dollars. But either way, it's OAR chosen by the people. And as you can hear, it's a, you know they got a little sky kind of rock and roll vibe to them, and yeah, they yeah, are man. local, so they've toured around these uh, parts for many, many years. So uh, paying tribute to them. Howard Balls is going to be joining us here in a couple of minutes, so stay tuned for that. Last night, Thursday Night Football, if you missed it, it was Buffalo over Tampa. We we can talk about the Bills because they're going to be in it for the long haul, but what about the Buccaneers all of a sudden, losers of three in a row? I think that's kind of who we thought they were, Bob. You know, I mean, they don't have a run game. Um, You know, Baker, Baker's Baker. So I I never. He didn't play that poorly last night. But, but I mean, it's all on him. He's not good enough to be that guy. They're making him do what Tom Brady did, and he can't do that. Now, they don't have a running game. Right. Evans is legit. Godwin's got legit. He's kind of like the Gabe Davis of the the Buccaneers, is that a fair comparison? You got Diggs as Evans, and then you got yeah. Davis and Godwin. But anyway, we'll talk about that more. Joining us now from GoPhoenix.com. Ravens are there this weekend. Nine and a half point favorites over the Cardinals, who have lost four in a row. He's our friend and yours. He's on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. Longtime NFL writer, Howard Balzer. Howard, what's happening, man? Well, just uh, you know, another day. Here we are getting close to halfway point in the season already and just trying to figure out uh, this uh, <laughs> what what the Cardinals are up to with this injury report game with uh, Kyler Murray. Well, go ahead and elaborate. He's practiced, what, fully the last two days? What does all of this mean for a guy that's not even currently on the active roster? Well, exactly. And I think there's been, there's been a lot of overreaction when he was listed as full on Wednesday because I think, and I, I did a story on this on the website, uh, that I write for here in Phoenix, go phnx.com. But what guys do when they're on reserve and are back practicing, there's different reporting rules than it is during 
when they're on the roster and have been injured. And so the, the full, which is usually 100% of normal reps, <clears throat> does not really apply. It only applies to what the team is asking that player to do in practice. And so he got the full on Wednesday. Yesterday, they listed no practice designation, which was really strange. <clears throat> I came to find out, you know, the league created these rules, guys, this year <clears throat> because in the past, those players on reserve that were practicing were not listed on the injury report during the week. Well, this year, they decided to have that be required, and they created rules. And one of them was that a player on, that on Thursday, any team didn't, doesn't have to designate a practice, you know, you know, practice participation for them. Why they put that rule in, I don't know. One league source told me, yeah, I don't know why either. It's dumb, but that's what they did. And it just ramps up mystery and intrigue. And I've, I've heard people saying, well, he was off the injury report yesterday. Well, no, he wasn't. He was on the report. They just didn't make a practice designation. But he likely will have one today. What it is, we'll find out later in the afternoon. Jonathan Gannon just talked to the media. And, of course, he danced around those questions and answered under his breath whenever he was asked about the whole uh, Kyler Murray reporting thing. And I even asked, well, will we see a designation for him today? And I couldn't even hear his answer. He just said, well, uh, you'll, you'll see later. You know, it was, it was, it was, it was pr- pretty, pretty amazing. But I think his gamesmanship, you know, make the Ravens think perhaps that there's a chance uh, that he might play. I saw Mike McDonald, the defensive coordinator, his comments yesterday about that. And so I, I think that's essentially uh, what this is all about. But I don't expect them to play. Most people don't, but then there's a lot of people that overreact to it all. Hey, Howard, I, I read your um, article on gophoenix.com, and you know what? Uh, and I watched the film, too, and it, it's like they're shuffling. Every, when you're shuffling that many people, you're just trying to find guys that are better than the crap that you had. Yes, no question about it. And they've been doing that a lot uh, this year. And I think this year is as much about evaluation of a lot of young guys, uh, not only for this, not as much, not only not as much for this season, but going forward in terms of 2024 as well. I mean, they released a safety this week, guy named Kayvon Wallace, who Gannon and the coordinator, Nick Rallis, they were in Philadelphia last year when Kayvon Wallace was there. And he played in week one, even with Buda Baker and Jalen Thompson, their two starting safeties healthy. He played 70% of the snaps. And then Baker got hurt in uh, in practice going into the next week, the next week's game. And Wallace for the next, let's see what it is now, four, uh, five weeks played every snap, every snap on defense. And then last week he didn't play any and was, you know, was cut and placed on waivers, you know, the day, you know, Monday or Tuesday after the game. So yeah, that's exactly, you know, what they're doing, I believe. And they're just looking at a lot of different guys and seeing what they have and trying to build this roster to be a competitive one. Hey, Howard, what do you think of uh, Paris Johnson? Watch him on film and pass protection. Oof, not pretty. Yeah, he's he's had a little bit of struggles, which I don't think is that unusual for uh, you know for a rookie tackle. I think too that over the last month or so, um, you know, he, I think he, he's interesting. I thought he played better in the beginning of the season than he has in the last few games. But the last few, I mean, the Cardinals offense, guys, has had some moments, but in the second half, they have just been awful. And in fact, they have not scored in the, in the, in the six losses that they have, they have not scored a point in the fourth quarter of any of those games. And so I think when you get into those games, then the last few weeks against 
you know, against the 49ers and against the Rams and against Seattle last week. They were relatively close games, but they were also behind. And so they were going away from the run and throwing the ball a lot. And when you, you know, you put guys at risk, then, you know, they're going to get beat by some of these pass rushers. So I, I think he's going to be all right in time, but I think he's had, you know, struggles that, you know, that a lot of rookie tackles are going to have. Now, Howard, I like one of my keys. I think Lamar's going to have a big game because I don't see them getting pressure on quarterbacks. You know, that that's, that's right. the big thing that I see, you know, in the secondary, you know, I mean, they've given up a, a what a hundred yard receiver, three of the last four games and not just a hundred, but well over a hundred. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. And they, you know, Gannon continues to say, you know, you can't, you can't get beat by the other team's best players. And certainly those best, those best players beat, help beat a lot of teams, but yeah, that that's definitely happened over the last few weeks. And now, you know, it looks like they're going to get Jalen Thompson back this week at safety. Buda Baker came back last week and that, that's a that's, that's the strength of the team on defense are those two safeties that should help at corner. They're, they're having some issues. Uh, here's another one. I was mentioning Wallace he, earlier, rookie Keytrell Clark, who was a six round pick at corner. He played a hundred percent, if not a hundred percent, but close to hundred percent of the snaps in the first four games. And then the last three games, it's gone down appreciably. And in last week's game, he didn't play any defensive snaps. And with Antonio Hamilton injured, who had taken over as the starter, they played a guy, Starling Thomas the fifth, and he played all the snaps on defense. He's a guy they picked up on waivers in, in you know in the cut to fifty three and was inactive for the first four or five games of the season. And all of a sudden, he started and played every snap uh, last week. Marco Wilson is their best corner, uh, but you know he has a penchant for for being you know uh, you know for for giving up plays, which all cornerbacks do you know for you know at, at times. And so yeah, I, I think that pass defense and like you said, the lack of pressure. You know they've got a bunch of outside linebackers, six of them on the roster, but I don't know. I don't think there's not, I don't, let's put this way. There's not any of them that make an offensive coordinator stay up night, stay up nights, wondering how we're going to account for one of those guys. And once in a while they'll get pressure, but it's certainly not consistent by any stretch of the imagination. Howard, uh, who's going to have the bigger crowd Monday for the uh, Diamondbacks or Sunday for you know, the football <laughs> game. And, and I, I would imagine there's going to be a lot of Ravens fans there Sunday. I, I would think there would be, you know, they get a bunch of, uh, you know, a bunch of fans from other teams. It'll probably be a bigger crowd for the Cardinals game just because the stadium is bigger and they only seat about 47, 48,000 for baseball. But obviously this city's going diamondbacks crazy with, with what they've been able uh, to accomplish and, you know, proven to the world and all those things. They're still waiting for, you know, you know, Chris Russo, you know, mad dog to retire. Which, <laughs> right. course, you know, you know, we, we know, we know what that was, that was all about, but they're, they're, they're a fun team. They're a fun team to watch. They got a lot. That thing about them guys, they have a lot of young guys. You know, they've, they've got guys who are making, you know, having big moments who are 23, 24 years old, and they're playing like guys who have been around a long time. So, and both these teams, I mean, heck, you know, two years ago when the Diamondbacks, and the Orioles had, I think, the most losses in baseball. The Rangers weren't that far behind. 102. The Rangers lost 102, yeah. and then they lost 98 last year. And the Diamondbacks lost, I think it was 88 last year, and 110 two seasons ago. So these two teams have lost in the last two seasons, not counting this one, obviously, the previous two seasons, 
lost a combined total of 394 games. And yet here they are in the World Series. So, you know, it just, you know, it just shows that do things right. And whatever you do one year or two years, if you make the right decisions, get, you know, some good players in there that you can turn things around quickly. And, and certainly both teams have done that. And here they are in, you know, baseball's biggest stage for, you know, for the next week or so. Howard Balzer, GoPhoenix.com. Cardinals, nine and a half point dogs at home against the Ravens. Ravens looking to make it three in a row in the win column. Arizona trying to avoid the what? Fifth straight loss. Howard, appreciate the time as always. Enjoy that fun weekend out in Arizona, and we'll talk to you soon. Hey, Howard, what was your prediction? What was your prediction, Howard? For for the for the, the football game or yeah, the World football Series? game. <laughs> football game. Oh, the, oh, the Ravens are going to win. The question will be that, that point spread. You know, the Cardinals covered the first few weeks of the season. They haven't the last couple is, you know, teams have scored some points late. And like I said, those second half woes have really hurt them. So I, I would say it's probably going to be a 10 point to 14 point win uh, for the Ravens on Sunday. You're probably right. We'll do our picks next hour. Howard, appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Thanks, man. Howard. All right, guys, take care. Uh, video at 81057.7 of the fan. We'll come back to a stat breakdown of the two teams at NFL lunch coming up at 1 o'clock. We'll do the picks. And then Bob Nightingale, we'll preview the World Series with him. Coming up at 1.30, Bob Nightingale, future Hall of Fame writer for USA Today. Vinny and Haney crunch the numbers. Sunday Stats Preview, 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan, here on this Football Friday, Featured Artist Friday. Ravens, nine and a half point favorites, as we've been talking about all morning into the afternoon over the Arizona Cardinals there. 425 kickoff. Let's get to the stat breakdown. Comparing one team that's in first place, the Ravens, and one team that's in last place, the Cardinals. Yeah, let's let's look at the Ravens. I mean, Bob, you know, over the last three weeks, defensively, the Ravens have been second, second, second. So you talk about consistency and against a points two four one. So I mean, they've been playing and in the past three two two. Um, so that way, and then how about look at the offense? They were thirteenth, eleventh, now ninth points. Offensively, 18-16, now 10th. Passing, this is an interesting one, 26-24-16. Pass attempts, 28-23-25. Completion percentage, 5-4-3. 70.8 now. Average per completion, very interesting. 12th, 11th, 3rd in the league, 8.0. So they've gone from 7, they hit some big ones last week. Touchdown passes, 30, 28, 19. Interceptions, 27, 29, 30th, which is good. Sacks, 12th, 13th, 17th. They're still sitting at 16th, which is which is good. Rushing, 4th, uh, 5th, fourth, 4th. Rush attempts, 4th, 1st, 2nd. So they still run the ball a ton. Average per rush, 10th, 12th. Ninth, 4.4. Third down conversions. Eighth, fifth, fifth, 46.3. And then penalties, 12th, 11th, 15th. Now, defensively, when we talk about the Ravens now, we said second overall, first against points, 13.9. And over the last three weeks, Arizona's averaging 13.3. You know, scoring points. Passing, Ravens are second, 176 yards behind Cleveland. Most of the Cleveland's one and most, and the Ravens are two. 
Pass attempts. Passing attempts. 31st. 31st. So they throw a ton on the Ravens. Completion percentage, 7. 60.5. Average per completion, number one, 5.4. Touchdown passes, second. They've given up second least, four. Interceptions, 13th with six. Sacks, numero uno, with 29. Now against the rush, they're ninth, 95.7. And rush attempts, 11th. So teams don't run it a bunch because they're pretty good against the run. They've run it on the Ravens 161 times, and they've thrown it 271. So over 100 more pass attempts than rush attempts. Average rush, they're 20th, 4.2. Third down, 11th, 36.9. In the red zone, Bob, they're number two in the league, 23.5. And penalties, they're right in the middle, you know, with 41. So defensively, they've got got really good stats. And the thing about it is they've been good stats for the last three weeks. And each week over the last three, they've gotten better. And especially, and offensively. So, I mean, to me, that's a good sign that Offensively and defensively, over the last three weeks, we make phenomenal strides. I mean, not because the offense is ranked tenth, ninth in the league now offensively, tenth in points. So they're averaging twenty-four four, and they're giving up fourteen. Pass now they're sixteenth. Pass attempts twenty-fifth. Completion percentage third. Average per completion, like I said, three. Uh, touchdowns nineteenth. Interceptions thirtieth with three. Sacks seventeenth. Rushing their fourth. Rush attempts their second. So, uh, Bob, they've rushed it 230 times and thrown it 201. So, pretty close. Yeah, what, 52, 48? balance sort of thing there, sure. Yeah, third downs. Ravens are fifth, 46-3. Red zone, seventh, 63.3%. So, you know, the Ravens stats are not too bad. What, do we have time to do Oh, the, yes. Now right, this Arizona, is the opposite end of things. Everybody. Arizona's a plus three. Ravens are a minus one. Arizona offensively, 19th. 319 yards a game. Points scored, 25th, 18. Passing, 28th, 180 yards a game. Pass attempts, 17th with 230. Completion percentage, 26. 62% completion. Average per completion, 29th, 5.9, dink and dunk. Touchdown passes, 27th, 6th. They don't get many. Interceptions, 28th. They've only thrown three. Sacks, they're 22nd with 15. Rushing, they're 6th with 139. But most of that was at the beginning of the year with, with Connor. Connor. Yep. Rush attempts, 14th with 186. So um, they've thrown it 230, rushed at 186. And my guess is because in the second half, they're usually behind and got to throw a lot. Average per rush, they're second, 5.2. Third downs, 18th, 36.5. Red zone, they're 24th, 47%. Penalties, third most, 48. So they get a lot of penalties. Uh, defensively, they're 28th. Again, uh, points allowed, they're 26, give up 26. So they score 18, give up 26. Passing their 23rd on defense. Give up 237 yards. Pass attempts 14th with 223. 
Completion percentage. How about this one, Bob? They're 29th. They give up 71.3% completion to the opponent. Right around Lamar's completion percentage, if I'm not mistaken. And average per completion, 8.1, which the Ravens are averaging 8. Touchdowns are 27th. They've given up a bunch, 11. Interceptions, they have 5. Sacks, they're 10th with 20. That's deceiving, though, right? Don't you think? Totally. I just don't. uh, Yeah. Maybe they got a lot early, Bob. But, I mean, against Seattle, I mean, I think they got one, maybe. But, I mean, he they have all day to throw. Rushing their 25th, 130.7. So, I, I mean, they, they're giving up a lot. Of, and uh, rush attempts, they're 30th with 209. Average per rush, 4.4, 22nd. Third down conversions are one of the worst, 46.4. Red zone, they're 14th. They give up uh, 51.5%. And penalties defensively, they're one of the worst at 49. So, I mean, statistically, they're not good either defensively. And that's why, you know, we talked to Howard. They're rotating guys in and out. They're cutting guys, bringing guys back. They're just trying to find out some people that can play. Yeah, he did not seem real optimistic about their chances. No. Howard Balzer. And he keeps it real. The guy's been covering the NFL for over 40 years. But he understands the gamesmanship that's involved here and he said there's a chance maybe kind of sort of that Murray's going to play but he's not playing and, and Bob if he plays he hadn't he hadn't played in how long you know and he's since only, last December right and yeah and in this offense he's played uh, three days in this new offense so no he's not playing it's video at Haiti 1057 the fan what do you think about Sunday's matchup feel free to get in at 410-583-1057 NFL lunch coming up next we got our picks for this weekend college and pro and then we'll preview the fall classic the world series Arizona Diamondbacks first two at Texas taking on the Rangers American League champions versus National League champions we got you covered all series long here on the fan okay picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 